when you go into a game with a great coach and a great game plan, you feel like you will prepare for anything that may come your way. With Love and Light Doula Agency, you will also feel like you have a great coach and game plan. Love and Light Doula Agency specializes in postpartum support, fertility support, labor support, and surrogacy consultations. Call 410-657-8767 today or visit the website loveandlightdoula.com to get started. That's 410-657-8767 and loveandlightdoula.com. Schedule your consultation today. One last time, 410-657-8767. L-O-V-E-A-N-D-L-I-G-H-T-B-O-U-L-A.com. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the host and their guests. They do not reflect the views or positions of our sponsors. What's good, ladies and gentlemen? You're listening. You're rocking with Sideline Talk. I'm the humble beast himself, Coach Hurt. What it is, y'all. Alan saying the place to be. What up, Al? How you feeling? How you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm, I'm good. I'm hyped with the new layout. I'm hey, good. you know, got to switch it up a little bit. Got to switch up a little bit, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's one thing about us. We trying to steady, improve, grow, and... Give y'all the best content in sports. Sideline talk. That's what we aim to do. We are some of the best. Like, I'm not, I'm the humble beast. So I'm a humble, humbly brag a bit and say we are some of the best when it comes to scouting football, when it comes to breaking down a game of football, and even breaking down a game of basketball. We're some of the best. And it's about time that the world season we'll get to taste the sideline talk so it's about that time man man we we ain't to please y'all see the name of the title the joker wins again back (laughs) to back (laughs) back to back nikola Jokic is the nba mvp and that's where we're going to start our show off today, discussing the NBA MVP. And actually, before we do that, let me give a big shout out to um, Monty Williams. It came out today. It's nothing, the fiction word, is it to that already? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Monty Williams came out today. He's the NBA coach of the year. Yeah. Rightfully so. At least they got one award right today. <laughs> All right, I'll just get into it, man. What is it? Because I noticed in the Facebook group, Sideline Talk, I noticed, I noticed, I noticed, man. There's been a lot of back and forth about Jokic and everything. You know what I mean? 
Mm-hmm. By the way, y'all can follow us on the Facebook group, Sideline Talk, right there on the ticker. Follow us right now on YouTube. We're live on YouTube uh, at the Sideline Talk underscore SLT. Follow us also Instagram at the Sideline Talk. Mm-hmm. But come on, let us know, man. What is it about Jokic that just gets you riled up? I like Jokic. Let me just start it off with that because I was accused of being a hater. And I don't like that term if it's not warranted, right? Now, I know that there are some teams that I hate on. Cowboys, Steelers, Patriots, Celtics, Dead Sox, Dead Skins. These are certain teams that I hate on. So if you accuse me of being... about the Redskins or Commanders? Commanders! It's just that they they think they're better than... They, they try to let the, the pig, the old back-of-the-day hug, let them think they're still the best team in Maryland. That's all. Wow. Okay. That ugly ass holler burgundy too, but that's that's not even that's completely separate. <laughs> completely separate from the the Jokic point. It's just that I don't see when I think of an MVP, especially a back to back MVP. I think of the best of the best in the game. Like back to back is so rarefied air. I think there's only 13. It's in the teens. We're in the 75th year of the NBA. And it's in the teens of how many people are back to back MVPs in this league. And there's only two of them that I just completely disagree with. And that's Steve Nash and it's Jokic. Now, it ain't got nothing to do with inverse racism or reverse racism or flipping and you know racism none of that because larry bird got three in a row and i you ain't never hear me say nothing negative about larry and i hate something it it is ironic <laughs> that you know one's a canadian and one's a, a serbian that you hating on allegedly the one on. my best my favorite player in the league is a greek so it ain't got nothing to do with europe <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with europe i heard it's a hell of a place i'm i might want to go there one day but I just don't see when I think of back-to-back MVPs in this league and anybody can win. Not anybody. Let me take that back. It's great if you're a finals MVP, but that means you were just great for a week and a half. So technically, anybody that's in the finals could be that or have that dominant week and a half. We've seen Cedric Maxwell. We've seen Andre Iguodala do it. Cool. But when you're telling me back-to-back MVPs for the 82-game season, I need something, and I was unaware of the 2,000-1,500, so pardon my ignorance, but I need something more than, oh, his teammates wasn't there. Like, I need another excuse to that. I need somebody, when I think of that, I think of someone that can come in and dominate a game. But so, he did. Like, when it's, I need, a, when it's go time, He's not one of those people I can look at like, yo, I need a stop. I need a bucket. He's not one of those guys. And there's a very few people in that back-to-back list that I can look at as not one of those guys. It's just like All right, so, see one of those. All right, so that's the bias right there. Like, you already said, like, you basically destroyed it. You said there's very few people, period, that – that you can count on in that in those moments. 
Mm-hmm. And, and I'm willing to bet in your mind, maybe one, maybe two are sinners. And I'm going to say Elijah one and maybe Kareem. Yeah. Why All right, so like, I don't know why I'm dealing with another person. And my mind is real blank. That's rarefied air. Moses only got one. He didn't get back to back, right? No, no. Because I would think Moses as well. Uh, I mean, Shaq. Wow. Shaq only has one MVP, which is yeah. a whole right, so, another different it, argument. It, right? I'm talking about not even not even talking about back to back MVPs. I'm talking about just MVP, period. Well, just play his period. Like you that said, you said guys who can count on you, like you can count on getting a bucket when you need it down the stretch. Mm-hmm. And you said, that centers that has it. Let me do centers that. No, he didn't get an MVP. He got defensive player of the year. But let me just do centers in my lifetime that I will put in that spot over Jokic. Tell me when I'm wrong. All right, so it's just wait, wait. So it's just bias, though. All right, keep going, keep going. Go ahead, go ahead. Tell me when I'm wrong. We said Shaq. We said Hakeem. We said um, Kareem. In my lifetime, I'm going to go David Robinson. Trust to get that bucket, get that stop. I'm going to go. Oh, Lord, I just forgot that thought. Friend of thought. I'm going to go Moses, like I said before. Um, Why are these names escaping me now? Because it ain't that many. <laughs> You're right. It's like five of them. It ain't that many. Come on, man. You you biased to sinners anyway. <laughs> I mean, Wilt, not in my lifetime, but shit, I'm going to put Wilt in there. Oh, come on. <laughs> hey, but you're you're, cre- you're you're talking about situational moments. Because he's not, in your mind, a go-to guy that can consistently get it done, or I'm gonna yeah, in situational moments, he didn't deserve MVP. He's a liability. It's a liability. What? On the defensive end, he's a liability. Like, can we? I mean, the entire league is a defensive liability. Not Giannis. 90 percent like of it. I'm bugging. And B definitely get a stop you the bucket guy. That's a center, and we're talking right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, when you look at the numbers Jokic put up, it's impressive. I get it. Like I said, I wasn't aware of the 2,000, 1,500. And, again, it's, it's an ESPN-type number. I don't think anybody aimed for that. And I think it kind of canceled out when you said he didn't play with anybody. Like – no, I wouldn't say he didn't play with anybody. I mean, that's the well, he was missing his his best player, right? Okay, so Moses Malone did do better. Okay, they just put up on the um on uh, NBA TV um centers with multiple MVPs, and Moses got three of them. Things. So I think is it, it Moses Jokic and who else? Moses Jokic, um, Kareem. Kareem um shoot that's it Hakeem. Hakeem Hakeem back. Went back to- yeah 93 94 94 95 
Okay, that's, I was thinking 94, 95. Okay. Okay. He got back to back. He just missed out on back to back um MVP decoys. No. Gotcha. But did he get back to back? David Robinson got something. I don't know if David Robinson got the MVP or did he get the defensive player of the year. One of them. David Robinson got an MVP one of them years. Somewhere right, so within the early 90s, he got so an back back MVP. Defensive season. player of the years, then. I know he paid for one of them. Is he a defensive player of the year or was MVP? But mm-hmm. he ain't punished them for one of them. Right. But uh I, I don't subscribe to the to the, the people who say um it was Jokic and nobody. It was like just because like I get it. Jamal Murray is, is a is a solid piece to be without. Mm-hmm. Um who else? Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. Solid piece to be without. But in Michael Porter Jr.'s case, he wasn't really there anyway. I was saying he always out. Huh? Ain't he always out? Yeah, I mean, he he came into the league hurt. Like he 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 went from high school to Missouri hurt. Well, he didn't even play college ball. Right. Gets drafted, and he winds up in Denver and missed like his rookie year. He come back. It's the same back injury. You know what I mean? Like I swear, the only time I've ever watched Michael Porter Jr. I swear was in the bubble. Like, right, the bubble. I swear that's like the first time I ever watched him play. And he was like, "Damn, shorty, <laughs> nice." And you, you see, you see the hype. You see the hype right. then. <laughs> like he's a hell of a talent. So I get it. Not having them is is sucks. I guess, but, I but but I mean, Will Barton missed some time. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't without Will the entire year. Mm-hmm. Um, Bones Holland has been really good. You know, he's a rookie, and he's not a, a a household name, but the young fella from Delaware can play. Like, Bones Holland is, is a solid year. Um... And he it's just had a good, he had a good one of them games in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean he had, he had some he had some some solid vests around. Jeff Green mm-hmm. was there. Monte Morris can play. Aaron Gordon can play. Um, Jermichael Green can play. I and get it. Again, to me, I that's a it. And, argument because if we gonna go with that argument, LeBron James is like a ten time MVP. Because over the last decade, he had Kyrie Irving and Anthony Davis. Come on, y'all. Stop it. Stop it. Stop <laughs> so, disrespecting. Yeah, we're talking about players Stop. missing time. Yeah, right, right, right. LeBron right. James is the goddamn 10-time MVP. Right. <laughs> but, like, like, I just say Jokic. Jokic, he, he deserves it. I mean, he he held it down with, with two two – Two and a half of his like top three players out, missing significant time, and they were able to get forty eight wins. I mean, that's impressive. That's impressive, but it ain't fifty one. I mean, and and not to mention his numbers go up from the previous year when he won MVP. That's and, like and <laughs> that's MVP pretty good. Flat out refused to play. Say it again. I said MB second best player flat out refused to play. This year, his his third 
Uh, uh, you talking about early on? Yeah, Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Nah, well, I would argue that he was the second best player when he's so deficient shooting the ball, or even like not even just like percentage wise, but even attempting to shoot the ball. So I would I would even argue that his second so best player was Tobias. Huh? I said so. Even when he was playing, he wasn't playing there. He right. Was playing all right, so who so who would you give the award to if not Jokic? I'm biased, and I would biasly, I was biasly, I would say Giannis, biasly, but I think Embiid did his shit this year, and he should get it. And why so? Um, again, 51 wins regular season. Let's say his best teammate for half the year refused to play and then he got a brand new all-star teammate that i mean a shell of himself is kind of an understatement but james Harden's kind of a shell of himself right at this point like we're celebrating james Harden having 30 of the game or the other night when this nigga damn near average 30 in houston <laughs> okay so he's I sell up himself as an understatement, and he still kept that team afloat. You know, you know, we ain't got, we don't have, um, we don't have Ben Simmons, but we still got a team. And we gonna play with whoever's there, and he did that, right? So I think he did enough, and not in top ten and blocks. Like I just said, Jokic is a defensive liability, and he's leading his team in points. Quite sure he's leading the team in rebounds. Might be top ten in rebounds if he's not, you know, in the league. So, I would think he's. I'm. A, let me check. Is he? He put up 30, 30 points, eleven rebounds. Let's just round it up. It's eleven point seven. Let's round it up and say 12. 30, 12, and four. That's what. That's what MB did in sixty-eight games on fifty percent shooting. MVP. That's pretty good. Now, Sam. who was the number one? No, Miami was number one to be. Yeah. Who had the highest seating, Philly or Milwaukee? Uh, I believe it's. I believe it's. They were equal. They both finished fifty-one and thirty-one. Okay. Yeah, fifty-one thirty-one. Nuggets finished 48 and 34. <laughs> Three game difference. Sorry. Versus East and the West. Whereas Jokic numbers in 74 games, 27, 14, and 8 on 58% shooting. I think it's easier to get. It's tough to Correct argue. Me wrong, this might be a little, this might be a reach. I think it's easier to get numbers if ain't nobody else in the goddamn team. Somebody got to go. <laughs> somebody gotta get the boards. Somebody gotta score. Like the worst team in the league got a high score. Like, I just, but I disagree. I, I think, I think he had guys around that that could score. I mean, they, they it just weren't. Uh, what you call it, Jamal Murray? Okay. Let's see. They had on a year outside of Jokic. One, two, three. Four, five players 
finished the year in double figures. Okay. And these players played at least 69 games. Bones Holland had 10 a game. Jeff Green, 10 a game. Monte Morris, basically 13. Aaron Gordon gave you 15 to 6. Will Barton played 71 games. 14, like 15 a night. So, I mean, it wasn't like it was a wasn't like the 06, the, the 05, 06 Lakers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or the 04, 05 Lakers. It wasn't nothing like that. Okay. But it was just deficient. It's just, you know, I, I just think I think it was it was this, uh I would say a I would say a three man race. I yeah, so if I was biased, I would say a four man race and include DeMar DeRozan, but I'm gonna leave him out and say it was a three man race between the bigs. Before um I was thinking four before Jaw got hurt, but you're right, you're right. Yeah. Cause you like you had um Giannis and Bead and, and Jokic. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what I would think. But you know, it is what it is. He got another one, mm-hmm. but it's just ironic that he's not in the playoffs. <laughs> Definitely not playing the playoff game. Now let's just transition there to the playoffs. We got let's just talk about last yesterday's games. Philly ties the series up two to two. Mm-hmm. In your eyes, the the rightfully the, the true winner mm-hmm. of the MVP, MVP award. MVP came back and put everything back in balance. Like, mm-mm. Because that was a sweep. This series will be over right now. You said it should be a, a mm-hmm. Okay, if, if, he, if he ain't come back, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's come back, yeah. It was it was dead. It was dead <laughs> in the water. However, it was good to see James Harden, you know, have mm-hmm. a have a solid game. A real yeah. solid, a real solid game from James. 30 points on the night. Um I think I think we both predict Miami to win the series regardless. Mm-hmm. If MB was fully healthy or not, um, do you still feel that way? Or are yeah. you okay? I'm gonna go with um, Miami. I just think Eric, uh, I think Spo needs to make some adjustments, and I think he will. They made the proper adjustments, yeah. And they missed a lot of easy shots. Like when you think about it, they got 40 from Jimmy on a night where Jimmy, I think, only missed what three, four shots. Something like that. In the entire game, usually those type of nights, oh, that's a you win. Know, is, the fact that he's not in no type of award race is criminal to me. But Jimmy Butler, yes, I, I wouldn't even say award race. I I, I I understand what you're saying, and I, I you know I echo the same thoughts. But even when people start talking about best players in the league, or just top guys. You just get it's overlooked. Be a while before somebody say Jimmy Butler. He get overlooked, crazy. Yeah, but I agree. I still believe the Heat to win the series outright. Um, 
I'm gonna say it's gonna go seven. Yeah, I can see seven. Yeah, I can see it. It should be it should be solid. The seven game series. James Harden um, don't go seven. Huh? Say <laughs> James Harden hope it don't go seven. Why you say he that? Got, he got strip club fetish. He don't want to be in the game seven for Miami. <laughs> Nobody won't like that. Won't be in Miami for game seven. Right. <laughs> hey, look, I understand that. Um, the the national media likes to point out and 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 believe that James Harden just completely fell off the cliff, like he's washed up now, you know, because he wasn't, you know, he's not. He don't look like James Harden. The the one we seen mm-hmm. in Houston, um, at all, but. Do you believe it's because he's – but why do you believe that's the case? James Harden used to be crucified for throwing up too many shots. He's not throwing shots up at all now. It's just not – like I say, it, to say it's a shell of himself is not even accurate right now. Like, he had a good night, but 31, about – Three years ago for him would be an off night. Or he only had 31. Mm-hmm. Like I got pissed at him. I was like, yo, this nigga always get 40 against my squad. And you pointed out, he always gets 40 against every goddamn squad. <laughs> That's just what Jamie did. <laughs> so we applauding 30. It's like, mm, you still expect more, but again, he got more aggressive to get that 30. He started shooting more shots. Right. And it's it's hilarious, you know, because on the year he's averaged, like outside of those three years when he put up thirty, it's been twenty four, twenty four, twenty four, and then the last three years been twenty two, twenty two. And this year, with um, what's well, a split year? Mm-hmm. So in Brooklyn, he had he averaged in twenty two, ten and eight in Brooklyn. Since he's been a sixer, it's been 21, 10, and 7. Wow. And me like, man, that ain't, no, that ain't James Harden. <laughs> the wrong stat drop. I would expect his his rebounds to drop, not his assist. <laughs> no, his assist been, been consistent. The last. Well, you said it was 8, and then it dropped down to 7. No, 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 no. Oh, my bad. My, no, no, the rebounds drop. Okay. The 10 is the, tens is the assist. Oh, got you. I mean, I'm sorry. The tens, yeah. The tens is the assist, yeah. Got you. Okay. Well, said, oh, yeah. You got that rebound to drop. You playing with it, be? Nah, nah. He averaged ten assists last year. This year, and he been on that many teams. You know, last few years he been averaging ten assists. Okay. Yeah, but, I would, you would expect that. But yeah, it's been like it's been interesting to see it and I'm glad you said he did not put up a lot of shots because I believe one yeah he's not in shape like in the best of shape I should say mm-hmm. but I think the rule change was targeting him and that's really mm-hmm. affecting his his game Cause think about how many times he go to the line, how many times James Harden go isolate you, 
And he's dribbling between his legs. Twing, twing, twing. Has he crossed? Get in the lane. And you reach, he go up under you. He's shooting two. Right. Or he pull out the double step back. Or he step back once and you crowd him. He land. Boop. Wow. He ain't getting the same calls as he were as he was in um in 18 or 19. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that's affecting his game as well. Um, as far as being, you know, as aggressive. But and it could just be a mental thing. Just gotta adjust to it. And then it's real. It's it's real. Um I pointed to this before. I pointed to this before. Um let me shout out to my man. We got John in the green room right now. We're gonna bring him on in a second. But I, I pointed to this before that as players get older, your vo- your game has to evolve. The 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 ones who rely on the athleticism in their in their twenties, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. They got to switch their game up when they hit thirty, or before right. thirty. So that way, when the thirties come around, they're well adjusted. You know what I'm saying? James Harden is what thirty two now. I don't know why I said it like like I ain't thirty seven, but right. <laughs> <laughs> James Harden is 32 years old. The years, the years that he's putting up, like his best years of his career were from well, I'm gonna say the best years, like his his time, like when James Harden was James Harden. Mm-hmm. 23 to 30. <laughs> like everybody else is normal prime except for LeBron James, right? Right, 23 to 30. Look and look, look at this. 30 years old, James Harden, right? Mm-hmm. He put up 34, 7, and 6. That was his last year in Houston. Mm. You see what I'm saying? The fact that he got older and the fact that the rule changed, that's he's adjusting. Okay, so yeah, that's, that's what it is. 23 to 30, after 30, you normally don't fall off a cliff, but you kind of your numbers start coming down a little bit more. Yeah, and he dropped he dropped 10, he dropped 10 points. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> that's drastic when you used to seeing a guy put up three straight years of 30. Right. 30 30 plus. And then the two years prior to that, he was putting up 29 a game. So, I mean, I, I get it, but, you know, it is what it is. What up, John? We can barely see you. That's like take hey, one. Hey, man. That's a silhouette of John. Hey, man, that's, it is what it is. I'm in the workroom, so that's the best lighting I got. Damn. Yikes. We'll be discussing the game, man. It's been it's been a good series. Um, What y'all think about the uh, – well, we said before before the second round started that Dallas had a shot. Mm. We said Dallas had a legit shot. It started out ugly. They were down 2-0. And now they back in it, 2-2. Two two. I mean, that means, that's the only reason why it's up 2-2, because Al stopped watching. Mm-hmm. That should have been swept <laughs> if Al was watching. Yo. Luka would have had probably like 
25, 7, and 7 with a loss, a horrible loss. And he was like, I don't see it. I don't know why y'all keep hollering at him, but I don't see it. Yo, I swear, that game I turned on, game two, he had 31 points when I came on. He sent it for like 34. I'm like, what the f- <laughs> What? Two quarters. Crazy. And then Luke out here putting on shows and whatnot. Hey, it's it's going to be a pretty good series. It's a good series, I should say. Um, and I still see it, Phoenix winning. I'm gonna say six games. Ooh. I say I say Dallas don't get no more. Mm. Mm. What y'all think? What I was gonna actually, what would it take for for Dallas to win? One more. I mean, continue to play the, the way they play. Uh, but I, I don't even think it's, it's that. Well, I'll give them credit. They've been doing a good job of uh, switching things, making it a little tough, keeping Chris out the lanes. Um, <clears throat> although I believe the officials yesterday were bogus as hell. A lot of them fouls, especially the last one that got him out. Where? Where did he touch him? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't thought it was Scott Foster reffing the game. But he was out, out in Philly. <laughs> like, you know, Scott Foster and Chris Paul, they got a like, whole thing going on with them. Yeah. So, But I, I don't know. I just feel like Dallas can, t- can continue to do what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't think Phoenix is gonna play as bad. A lot of easy shots missed, a lot of turnovers, mm. a lot of careless stuff. Like I, I don't see that happening anymore, especially with an incident that happened during the game, and we're gonna discuss it a little later. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just don't see. Ain't no more wins. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings me to my next question for the playoffs. These, these playoffs have been a little chippy and physical, and there's been a lot of wear and tear, a lot of people's bodies and, like, energies. Who do you think that would hurt the most team-wise? Like, not, not like, letting it go to, like, game six or game seven to, like, the East and the Western Conference finals or to the championship as a whole? You broke up a bit. I ain't hear what you said. I was saying that which team do you think, after all these series, because they chippy and all that, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that uh, which team is going to recover better or have enough energy to finish with all the um things going on being chippy? Because the way it is, Memphis looked tired. Um, Boston looked like they was probably about to be gassed after the after the uh, Brooklyn, Phoenix. They they you know they can like you said they can pull it out, but uh, Mavericks is holding on. Um, Golden State. They went look like they're wearing down Memphis right now. So, what teams do you think can withstand the toehold of the playoffs, and what team do you think is like it's going to fade away eventually in the final? You go there. Um. Well, you said uh, Giannis. You used to say his biggest skill is his energy. So, it <laughs> <be> Milwaukee. <laughs> um, I think. Especially if they get Chris Middleton back, it wouldn't be them. I'm thinking a team 
probably a young team like but probably like Memphis if it goes that far, if they get that far. Mm. Just because it's going through series like that is more it's taxing physically and it's taxing mentally. And I don't think they have the ability either way to resist not resist, what's the word? Rep stand all the way to finals like that. So I, I thought you said the team that that can withstand it and, and go to the finals. I, both. Oh, one day. So, so. Damn, like which team is like? Which team can crumble and which team is gonna? No matter what happens, can withstand it the most. No matter if six, what? seven games into the. I think conference I think finals. It's, I think it's the same series. Is is Golden State can withstand it? Because they've been there before, they're experienced. They have um, the system for it. Because they play great team defense, they play team offense. They swing the ball around. Um, they're unselfish. Um, a lot of energy. Um, they, they're, for lack of a better term, they, 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 they play like they like a, a well-affiliated game. Like we've been here. Like I got your back at all times, so they're they can do it. Like this is nothing. This is this the playoffs. We've been there before. It's easy. Memphis is just a young team that um, is so up and down, even within the game itself. So I think they'll they'll crumble um, with the news that Ja might not play tonight. Tonight, it really doesn't, in my opinion, it really doesn't hurt them because. They had a great record in the regular season without Ja. Uh. But at the same time, it hurts them because it's the playoffs. And even when he was healthy before he had the little knee injury, y'all was getting ran out the court anyway in that game. <laughs> like, I'm, just, I'm just being honest. Like, it got ugly when he went out. It got super ugly. But before that, you could tell, oh, yeah, this go to state night because the shots are falling. The, the rotation is there. The ball is moving. It's just a it's it's go to state, man. Because one that's the one team. Like even now, even with with it being um, multiple super teams, if you will, the scariest team is still Golden State when they're clicking. No, oh, they had one hundred forty two points in the playoff game. It's ridiculous, yo. <laughs> It's when they hot. When they hot, it's dangerous. Even when they not hot, it's yeah. You 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 didn't fear anybody get hot. Exactly. <laughs> Even Luke Warren was like, damn, these niggas lost by these niggas won by seven. Shit. Yeah. yeah, they was off. Yeah, you you knew what it was like. Like just watching the series, like man, y'all playing your heart out, Memphis, but it ain't enough. <laughs> no, ain't enough. Y'all ain't there yet. You and you could tell like uh, the experienced team versus. Young team, mm-hmm. but you know it's going to be fun. Let's uh, transition, uh, fellas, to our shop. We got a comment. My fault, real quick. We got a okay. comment that Bucks need Middleton back ASAP. Shout out to Facebook. Um, I mean, it would help. It would definitely help. I don't think they quote unquote need them, but I mean, having your second best player, you know, playing with all your second best player in the regular season gets you MVP. Everybody's second best player in the postseason. 
Mm. The MVP is proving his light work, but I digress. Go ahead, stop it or stop it. We we listen. No, no, we 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 can finish that because we we do need to address the Bucks. So they they in a good series too. Mm-hmm. Um, really good series. Middleton back will help. I'm I'm gonna be biased. I don't think he's the second best player. Maybe third. He's the second highest scorer on the team, so that helps. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, the second best player is, is always Drew Holiday. Okay. No, Drew Holiday make people like low ass boys out there. Like, Riding down like a pure basketball player. Always. But I think I was so torn in that series. I, I don't think I officially picked the winner. <laughs> to be honest. But I, I really need Middleton back for sure. For sure. Who y'all say winning tonight? Boston, mm-hmm. Boston. No, Golden State, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Golden State. I'm sorry, Golden State and um, um, what you call it, Memphis, Memphis. Boston and Milwaukee by the tip off at 7 30. Okay, Eastern time. Well, something drastic happened. I got, I got uh, Milwaukee and Golden State. Okay, so both of them go up 3 1. Yes, mm-hmm. okay, okay. What's not being talked about enough in this playoffs is Al Horford. Mm. He's not being talked about really at all. Because this is one of them years where if if Boston wins it all, all right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say Boston wins the whole thing. All people will talk about for the next five years or so, is Jalen is Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, mm-hmm. and that was the year Marcus Smart won Defensive Player of the Year. No one will talk about the thirty. What is he? 34, 35 year old. I thought the nigga was thirty eight, but go ahead. Whatever he is, he might no, be thirty five. He might be somewhere around there. He, I think he graduated after us. <laughs> <laughs> He might have graduated with us for real. He might have been in the same class. But either way, no one's going to be talking about how in the previous series, the Celtics, he was he was a big part of the reason why Kevin Durant played so poorly. Mm. Because they willingly wished, wished off on him and said, Al, you play defense on KD. And he played defense extremely well. And even this series, you know, with, with Giannis and, and dealing with uh, Lopez, his versatility is making it hard for Bucks to have an advantage in certain lineups mm-hmm. because his he's physical, he can shoot, he has a ton of energy. Like he's in great shape. Like no one's gonna talk mm-hmm. about it, but he's mm-hmm. playing a hell of a series. Mm. He'll be thirty six this summer. So yeah, so yeah, so yeah, he we get younger than us. <laughs> Damn. He's about to be 37. That's what's up. That was good. <laughs> I, ain't, hey, I ain't ashamed to say it, man. All right. Let's get to our shop and stop the segment. So the rules are, if we make a statement and you agree with it, you shop it. If you disagree with this statement, you stop it, and then you chop it up. All right. Shop it or stop it. First one, 
the NBA. Hold on, let's, let's do it this way. Let's do this way. I'm gonna put I'm gonna post it up here that way. Y'all ain't gotta see the rolling ticker. Shop it or stop it. The NBA should give out awards during the play-in games. Shop it. Why you shop it? I shop it because it gets rid of that your MVP is eliminated. Your most improved player is eliminated. Your coach of the year is eliminated already. Like it gets rid of that stigma because I mean I don't know we give her MVPs to six seeds nigga a ninth seed might make might win MVP one year but chances are like in between the top teams and you know the teams are still playing for the play in you could give them all these awards and the actual playoffs hasn't started and it kind of separates it but you doing it during the playoffs. Even though it's a regular season award, it kind of looks – it just doesn't look right. Like, it just – it's just something – It's it gets rid of, of our talking point, basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you think, John? Uh, I'm going to stop it only because I don't know how the timetable it is when it comes time to the writers for voting. Because I don't know if they need to still uh, extend the voting processes. You see how, you know, even if you uh, remember Stephen A. Smith, he said he had to wait until the very last hour to put his vote in for MVP. So I don't know if, like, that comes into weighing the options for of them delivering the award or not. But I can understand how Al says, um, you know, sometimes it, it, it plays into the fact that the playoffs and then people start changing their mind and, or just simple fact that just it's it's not needed, or it's just, just a distraction. But I just think all the time, you know, to make sure you get it right with the um, the weighing of the voter, just keep the way it is until you get a better process. Okay, um, I'm gonna shop it for a different reason. Now, call me like correct me if I'm wrong, but. I remember in the 90s seeing Michael Jordan come out right before the game and David Stern is there, the, everybody going crazy, the trophy is there, and he gets his trophy right then and there, and it'd be the first round of the playoffs. Was it the first round? I don't know if it was the first round, then, but I... but I feel like it was the first. I feel like it was super early. Mm. It was super early in the process. It was a home game, and it feel I feel like it was like the first round. Um, like I said, I could be wrong, but it seemed like because the, you know, they tried to stretch things out and had the whole award show after the season and all that. That it's and that I don't, I don't like that at all. Like, you what, they still do that? yeah, yeah, they had the NBA awards after the season, like it's like well after the champions, like, like right after everybody the, already um, know what the awards are, <laughs> yeah, and they already know who won it, so it's like a just like a celebration ceremony, and they'll have that, um, right before like a 
couple of days or maybe a week before the draft. I, I don't care for that. But I just think that it's a regular season award. Get it out the way before the playoffs. Like if you put it in the playoff in the play-in games, that's fine. Um, because it really doesn't have anything to do with seeding on who gets the award. Because, like I mentioned it on in the Facebook group, somebody had a comment about um uh what was it? Uh the one of the years that Steve Nash won back to back. I think it was the second year, the 0506 season. Steve Nash won his second MVP award. And and I was saying like his numbers are bad. He had 60 wins. No, 50, I think 59 or 60, 60 wins. The year before he had 62 wins. Had 60 wins. All right. He just 18 and 11. Cool. He went up three points. Same amount of assists. It was great. But you can't tell the story of the NBA. You can't, you couldn't watch basketball at that time and not say that Kobe Bryant wasn't the best player on the planet in the 0506 season. It just wasn't possible. Every night it was 40, 40, 50. One month he averaged what? 40, 40, yeah, 40 for the month. Mm -hmm. 40 plus points, 30 points, 81 points, 72 and three quarters. Another game it was like 60, 60 and three quarters. Like, come on, y'all. He was the best player on the planet. They finished what? The sixth seed that year? Seventh seed that year. 45 wins. No, seven, seven. Seven C, yeah. Seven, two, seven matchup. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, yeah, the seating really don't matter, but he was the best player on the planet. The numbers prove it. Look at the Ross, whatever criteria you want to look up and down, he should have got it. So, like, seating really doesn't have nothing to do with it. Like, it doesn't take that long to figure out who the best player. It's already a long season. Most of the people know who's MVP by the end of March because – April is only games where they're just like, you know, some teams are trying to get into the play-in area or mm -hmm. they're um, – some teams might even care about seeding. Some people don't even care about home court advantage anymore. So, like, you really know who's MVP by March. So why not yeah. just have it wrapped up? All right, play-in tournament coming up. All right, cool. Here's the award winners. I can see I don't understand it, why you delayed the process. I can see it between one and eight is like a two month. I mean two month, a two game separation. But if between one and three is two games, who really cares if the one seed get it or three seed get it? Like it really don't at that point it don't really matter. It's two games. And you know, you're gonna give it out to the best player that you feel bought their team. You know, in in between that realm of winning it, like I can't tell you if, well, I know because it was a seventy three win season, but I was about to say if Steph, his first MVP, was it the one C, was it the two C? I don't know. Probably know he won. Remember, I know he won it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there are some years where the MVP race is tight, like. We mentioned Harden earlier in those three years. We had 30, 33, and 34, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You could have made the case he could win MVP all three years. Right. But Steph, I think, got two out of the three or one out of the three, whatever it was. 
I think that was the staff. I think it was staff Westbrook and Harden run. Like those three is, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But Steph was 73 and 10 that that one. Yeah, it makes sense. All right. Well, 73 and 9, I'm sorry. Damn. How do we nine games? 73 and 9, and LeBron wins it all. <laughs> That's crazy. You won nine games all season. I mean, only lost nine games all season, and you lost four in a week. Hey, hey that's crazy. Yes, yeah, what was <laughs> that? Is insane. Ross only losing nine games, and they lost four in a week and a half. I'm talking about hurt, right? <laughs> that's <tough. laughs> all right. Shopper to stop it. The NBA should expect another malice in the palace. If they don't do something about these fans. Facts. True. Shop it. All the above. Now, I bring this question up in in uh, relation to last night um, during the Mavs game. There were some fans who touched, put their hands on Chris Paul's mother. And his wife, um, Shams of the Athletic, he he posted today that uh, the Dallas Mavericks posted uh, a statement that said American Airlines Center and Dallas Mavericks security and executives have concluded the investigation into the incident involving the Paul family. Two unruly fans attempted to give unwanted hugs and have conversations with members of the Paul family on the public concourse of American Airlines Center. American Airlines Center security responded immediately once notified by the family, and the fans were swiftly ejected from the game. The fans involved in the incident will not be allowed to return to the arena until 2023. I don't understand this. Which one is it? Are they unruly fans? Or are they friendly fans who wanted to hug? How does it, how can you be unruly and want to give hugs to the enemy? The family of the enemy. That you you know what they, I mean? They might have wanted to give hugs and then when it was denied, they got unruly. That's what it sounds like to me. I don't get it. It starts off saying two unruly fans attempted. Hmm. So that don't make sense to me. Right. If you unruly, why would I give a hug if I'm unruly? That's the last hmm. thing on my mind is hugging some folks. Yeah. It sounds like some drunk people try to give out some hugs. was a little bit touchy-feely. They wasn't feeling it. Called the authorities and shit got a hand more than what it was supposed to. Even, and even with that, it says security moves swiftly once the family notified them. So why isn't security proactive in that type of environment to keep an eye on the opposing team's family? Mm. You know I what mean, I mean? It's not necessarily. It's the arena's security. It's not their personal bodyguard, so I get it. It's a playoff game. It's packed house. It's a big stadium, big arena. I mean, I get it, but 
again, to get back to the actual shop of the stop it question. I mean, we, we see it now with Dave Chappelle being attacked. Mm. Um, I think this, this lock in or, you know, this, I feel like Floyd Ray was. I can't think of the word. The epidemic. Mm. <laughs> Shut up, Floyd. <laughs> this big shit we had going on. I think that kind of gave people courage because they've been sitting behind their computers for a year and a half, two years. And can't nobody touch them. So they get out in public now and they think they, they untouchable. And they going to fuck around and find out, basically. <laughs> and like I said, you attacking people now, they're getting a little bit more electric carriage in them. Um to to act unruly, as, as the article said, that you know if Chris Paul didn't see it, or if Chris Paul saw that happening, you know he's not gonna think, oh, I'm Chris Paul NBA player. I'm Chris Paul. That's my wife. That's my mom. I'm in the stands throwing. And who who could blame him for that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in the video that came out, the guy looks pretty young. Yeah. I won't say he was a kid, but Teenage. looks like 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 you know, early twenties or so. Hmm. I'm leave the other thing out of it. I ain't trying to make it about that, but <laughs> but it's just it's interesting. They got to do something about it because it's, it's getting out of hand. They're getting a little too comfortable. Um, that's not even a full year. Sus- well, it's, it's not even a full year suspension. No, it's basically one game. Right. I mean, I mean if, they win the next, if the Suns win the next few games, they got one game suspension. Like, 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 bro, what? I can't, I can't show up at a game. Like, who knows? They probably ain't even got season tickets. They probably go to one game a year. Oh no, I can't go until January first. All right, cool. That's the best time to go anyway. Right. Like, what kind of mess is that? They go after the Cowboys. They put out the playoffs. Right. It's wild, man. That's wild. All right. <laughs> All right. That concludes our shot for the stop it segment of the show. Like I said, y'all see the ticket at the bottom. Follow us on YouTube, Sideline Talk underscore SLT, Instagram at the Sideline Talk, our Facebook group, hashtag the Sideline Talk. My bad. All right. So, look, <laughs> I'm out in the dark out here. Bad, hey, look, look. All right. I'm laughing because I, I, it's about to get good. It's about to get good. Y'all had, y'all, it's about to get good, man. Let's talk about it, fellas. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of trolling going on in the NFL community about the draft pick 
the first round draft pick of the New England Patriots. It's been a whole lot of trolling going on. I don't think we're trolling, but okay. Uh, I need uh, we need to discuss this. John, what's please John, what's, go, what's going on, John? Why 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 they only showing why do you find these clips of, of Cole Strange and show? Why they don't show the clips? It's the, like the, same it's thing the dumbest, going? it's the dumbest shit ever. Because at the end of the day, the one-on-one drills are the new seven on seven. The shit don't translate to the game. It doesn't. It shows you skill sets and what you can be. But if he's going to be a center, that shit don't make no sense of what he's going to be in a real game. I don't give a fuck what Pinnell Winfrey do. I don't give a fuck with Thibodeau, Hutchinson. It does not matter. It does not translate to what's going to happen. He's going to always be here, placement with his hands, look left, look left, look right. And then find a way he can make a mismatch happen. The only time he's going to have a one-on-one engagement, sometimes unless he's got a uh, um, hybrid giant players when they had four pass rushers on the field, which you're not going to have all the time, he's going to face big guys all the time. So he's not going to get bitched and powered too many times because there's not that many D tackles that's on that on that statue level. But but at the same time, he's not even they didn't even draft him at center. They drafted right. him to play guard. But that's the thing, though. In his in, when I did the research, he played four out of the five positions that he could play. Oh yeah, that sounds oh, yeah. like that sounds everything like Belichick want. So I say, okay, let me grab this motherfucker. When you see the draft stop, not another interior lineman goes until like the late second round. The guy from LSU, well, I think he was a, a third round pick too. So it was like, damn if you do, damn if you don't. They liked. Uh, Cole Strange better than the guy from LSU. So that tells you they did their research. They know what they wanted. They had to get and reach him right then and there. It wasn't going to wait. Could they wait it? Yeah, but if they rated him a higher as a, a the best interior guard uh, in alignment at that time, you had to get him. You had to get him. Because you wasn't going to move all the way up to the, the beginning of the second to get him, and you wanted your receiver, so you got your receiver. I'm just thinking they overplaying the one-on-ones. The one-on-ones don't tell you shit when it comes down to um, projecting what he's going to do, what he's going to be capable of doing. Um, does he need work? Yes. That's why I rated him a late second-round, third-round pick, but he was one of my favorite second- or third-round picks. Mm-hmm. You know anyone wanted him better? That's that guy. Taewon always preaches. That's your guy. Go get him. They went to go get him. That's why I don't have a problem with him because I know – what type of uh, research they do and what type of players that they do have consistently make in pro bowlers or all pros in their offensive line. Okay. Right, what's your thoughts? I'm going to go ahead and take reverence to everything John said. John, absolutely. I trust his scouting of offensive linemen very well. But my take back on this is how he said the one-on-ones don't matter, quote-unquote, don't really translate like that. I think they do for tackles and defensive ends because I kind of feel like that's how it is. And I call it the moment of truth when y'all actually battling out there on on that edge. If you're an interior lineman, you're not battling on the edge. And um, like a guard is in a disadvantage a disadvantage, disadvantageous, Lord, I'm goddamn Floyd Mayweather today. <laughs> disadvantageous 
spot <laughs> going against a tap a defensive and an outside linebacker because they are used to going around that edge more than the interior lineman is used to blocking that edge. If you get what I'm saying, there's a reason why people are guards and people are tackles to me. And okay, he might not be the top tackle. He's probably a great guard. So the one-on-ones can be overplayed in that way, and people have to look at it like that. I just think that it was a reach. And, again, like I mentioned earlier, the Patriots is one of those teams, any team in Boston, I just dislike. So if I see somebody, if they do something that I disagree with, I'm going to lean into it a lot harder just because I dislike them. Right? Just I don't necessarily think Cole Strange is a bad guard. I think he's actually pretty talented as a guard. But I think you could have got that talented person by trading back. And I'm so, always in trade back. So I think you lose value with a number one pick right there. And then four with a possible contract, you know, four and one. So, so you had to take trade back to the second round and get them just on a four-year deal. Right, just get them on that whereas, whereas, if he translates as they expect, you he's going to be extended on that fourth-year deal anyway. If huh? he translates as expected, he's going to be ex- he's going to be extended at fourth-year anyway. They'll go ahead right. and get the job done, or, or not necessarily, not, not necessarily because you know the Patriots don't really. Well, they had a history of not really, you know, breaking the bank for anyone. I mean, not necessarily breaking the back bank, but he's going to be someone that's going to get an extension of a contract. Probably after his fifth year. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They let him play it out and then get to the table because they trust that, you know, we can develop that position. So, I think if you believe in your – unless they don't – unless that player – Design decides not to get that contract done. I think they get that contract done in the fourth year, or most of your your first round guys, unless you're not sore sure about them, like Baker Mayfield, like Daniel Jones, like I don't know who else is on the fifth year at this point. Mm. Kyler with his health, like I don't know where. I think they're kind of sensing where they want to extend Kyler because he's not healthy throughout the season. Mm. It is pretty interesting, though, when you look at it. After they took, they take Cam, um, I'm sorry, they take Cole Strange at the end of the first round. The next offensive lineman that uh, was a center and Cam Jurgens. He went pick 19 in the second round right after the Patriots took Tyquan Thornton. So, like John said, if he's that guy, just go get him. I mean, they could have waited, but who knows who within those picks wanted Cole Strange. You know what I mean? So, they just went and got that guy, I believe. I just thought it was just funny because it's like when you watch the tape, forget a seven on seven. You know, Alan, we scout, we we're scouts here. Take a look at Tennessee Chattanooga versus uh Kentucky. 
That's an SEC team. Mm-hmm. Watch Cole Strange. He's, he's playing left guard this game. Watch how quickly he gets to the second level. Watch how he anchors down. Watch how he finishes blocks. Watch how his feet is always moving, his hand placement. Cole Strange is pretty good. <laughs> and yeah, and to, the, to, pick, to, piggyback, to piggyback off of what Al said, um, yes, one-on-ones does um, have a merit when it comes to tackles, but I don't, I don't believe that all the way because it's always certain scenarios where it don't matter if he's going to be rushing or not. All I got to do is put my hands on him or rush at him to hit him at his waist because I know the ball is going to come out of his um, quarterback hands within two seconds. So I, I don't, I can't put a, a huge merit on just pass rushing because you're not just doing that every every down, every down, unless you need to at the end of the game because you're down. But I need to know if can you run block, can you reach, can you do different things. And and just the one-on-ones with tackles and edge don't tell the whole merit of a tackle. But it does show you when it comes down to a third down, can you hold your own? Can you be a strong left tackle? Can you be a – okay right tackle but you know it, it holds merit to that but not as high as i think it should like it, it don't need to be that high okay i mean i had a saying i heard this somewhere so i know where i want to give credit to it but i started saying this while i was scouting i don't believe anything is everything but i believe everything is something like i don't believe you could look at one thing and say this guy can't do that, so therefore, I don't want to waste a pick on him. But I do believe that, like, the one-on-ones, your 40s, your shuttles, like, for just speaking on, like, a, a skill player, certain people don't run a fast 40. So because they don't run a 40 time as quick as you may like it, a sub four, whatever, that's not going to be the guy that you pick. Hmm. Well, we've seen John Ross in this league. We've seen – Besides one year, you know, we're going to see players with the fastest 40s not necessarily translate to the best wide receivers. Where we've seen receivers like Anquan Bolden with slow 40s, that's Hall of Fame fringe worthy. So, just I don't think that one thing dictates what that person's going to be, but everything does make up a sum of who they are, where you're going to need to work with another defensive coach is going to point out as well he does this slow with his feet he does this off kilter he's not balanced here so that's that's what they're going to attack so everything is does mean something but it's not necessarily the the whole picture of what they are okay i get what you're saying all right let's 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 look at here the giants have been cash strapped Giants were so cash strapped. It was. It wasn't no rumor. Um, we've known they've been trying to get rid of uh, James, tra- trying to trade James Bradbury before the combine, mm-hmm. and that was because they need to get under the cap. They released James Bradbury today. They save ten million dollars, I believe, but it's still. $30 million in dead money. Mm. Crazy. And James Bradbury, Bradbury 
might not be a household name. But in my opinion, James Bradbury could be the number one corner on probably half the league's teams. Like at least 15 teams. No, six. I'm sorry, 16 teams. We got 32 teams. At least 16 teams. He could be the number one guy. Mm. Where do y'all see James Bradbury ending up now that he's a free agent? Shit. I know where I would like him to go. Mm. <laughs> 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 Bro, I'm trying to tell you. Didn't we just draft one? Dra- we ain't draft James Bradbury, no. What you mean? We just drafted uh, a corner. Yeah, we got two of them. Yeah. We got three. We got the two corners. What you mean? No, I'm saying we have th- so we have technically three or four corners now. Like what the no, so we, we got like uh, never mind. On the roster, we got like, like eight of them already. What that mean? No more. Don't worry about it. Teams throwing the ball 75 times a game now. Except <laughs> for the Ravens, but yeah, I mean, right. Shucks. Right. Like, bro, where y'all see him ending up at? Um, dang, he just came from. I was thinking he'd go back, but I don't see how that could work. Come on, back in Carolina. Yeah, uh, I mean they got JC, but without JC, their corner corn kind of went down. JC back. They didn't they bring back Dante Jackson. They brought back Dante. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dante came back. They got stuff. They got stuff on Gilmore. Who that was only one year. Gilmore still a free agent. All right. No, he signed to. He's no, he signed. He's still out there. He's no. out. He signed with the Colts. Colts. Yeah. Colts. Yeah. Colts. Right. 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 I can see him going to. Uh... Green Bay, Kansas City, or um, shit, what's that other team I just had? Uh, Tennessee. I was thinking Kansas City as well. I don't want to say L.A. because that's typical. Like, oh, how the hell they keep getting? I'm about to say, they, how much money do they got to spend? I want to know how the hell Giants don't have no money. Who are they paying? They got <laughs> they what, like 80? money. 80 plus mil in the receiver corps. I'm gonna say they got what receivers and Saquon is taking up all the money. How many how many offensive lines in the rookie deal? Is he? Yes, Come he came on. in the same year as Baker. Oh damn, he did. I'm thinking he came in with, with McCaffrey. No, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the same year as Baker. <laughs> McCaffrey came in before though. <laughs> McCaffrey and Kamara came in the same year. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Ow. Ow, hold on. You sure that's not the same year? Because the year. Yeah, I'm positive. That's not the same year. You're right. That's a year before. That's a year before. Because right. I'm, I'm thinking about yeah, the running back class. Year. Like, you know, it was back to back running back classes that was like legit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that first, that year was, was Cam. Um, Not Cam. What the hell's his name? McCaffrey, Mixon, and. Camara, those three just got paid. And um, your boy Leo. And Leo, yeah. 
gonna take home the year after. I do. Damn, yeah, where is that money going? Like, who the hell are they paying? <laughs> No, I need to figure out. I need the land first off. I need the Rams capologist to be my house budget because I swear, <laughs> my money, bro. So you paying uh what uh what Leonard Williams? Well, they gotta you be paying um um what's what's the safety who got hurt last year towards the end of the season? First round draft pick for Cleveland, Michigan players. Peppers. Peppers. Yeah. I'm just I'm just la- I'm just naming people. Just naming people. They had uh uh the white linebacker Martinez. Yeah, Martinez got a little got a little piece of change. Uh shit. Fuck. Who the fuck know. else are they paying on that team? Right. <laughs> like where are their money going? I don't know. Why they over- got one receiver. Thirty million dollars. Like what? <laughs> I mean, I know I know what's the name got got a grip. Kenny Galladay got a grip. Um, Golly, they got a grip. I don't, I don't think they're paying crazy Sterling, money. Sterling was Sterling still getting paid in the next four weeks. Nothing crazy, though. I don't know where it's at, but anyway, I'm like, whole team is hurt. Like, anyway, yeah, it's just a bad have, situation to be in. Yeah, I have but, a in the IR room, like, right? But with Bradbury, y'all say Tennessee, yeah, with yeah, it, pairing up with the um, what's his name from VTech last year's draft pick. Uh, six two corner. He had a back injury to um to start the year. Oh my gosh, what is his name? Caleb, Caleb Farley. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's his name. The fuck? Why? All right. They paying Lyndon Williams nineteen million a year. He that's had to figure 20, this out. Twenty seven <laughs> cap hit. 30, 35 dead cap. Kenny Galladay, 13 million okay. a year. He got 31 dead cap, 21 cap hit. Adoree Jackson got a mill. Andrew Thompson got three. Shaquan Barkley got seven. And this is for the upcoming year. This is for the 2022 year. Uh shit. Well, who the fuck are they paying? No, they ain't paying nobody. How are they that far over the cap? Yeah. But I'm just but just going forward, if you if you add them to the Tennessee room to that defense, that's pretty good. I mean, you got um Elijah Molden out of um Washington. You know, Washington, you know, they do a great job of corners. Mm-hmm. Got him. So you double down last year with um Farley and Molden. Right. So you got them, you add Bradbury to the mix. You got um What's that? Jeffrey Simmons up front, Bud, Danico Autry, Harold Landry. Like, that'd be all right. Mm-hmm. Buster Screen is there for, you know, a solid nickel guy, a vet. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I can see that being a solid fit. Amani Hooker at safety. Like, yeah, that'd, that'd be solid. Yeah, that'd be legit, uh, just a uh, piggyback. They got thirty-one million dollars in dead cap. That's why they over. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like I'm trying that's to figure out how the hell so much dead money. They got like, for example, um, their guard Mark Lewinsky. You paying him a mil, but his dead cap is eleven. Damn. Like Tony, same thing. He paying him a mil, but his dead cap is eleven. Like fuck. 
All that first round money. Mm. Gotcha. They can't afford to have no more first round busts. What? <laughs> but I'm not a fan of that. That draft, it's a total title though, because I think you could you you didn't make the Giants. Yeah. All right, so let's do that. Let's 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 break that down. That'd be our draft hall breakdown for the day. Um, we're going to be breaking down the Giants draft hall. Let's do that. Let me look back up. Hold on. All right, so this is what I'm gonna do. I know that first pick was Kayvon. I'm gonna, uh, let me see. Let me see if I can share the screen so y'all can see who it is real quick. All right. See what we got? Can you see it? Uh, can you zoom in? What should I zoom in? That's better. So, Kayvon Thibodeau went five, Evan Neal seven. I didn't like the, the second round pick. That was weird to me. Mm-hmm. But I mean, not as a player, but Wanda yeah. Robinson, then Joshua Azuda, Cordell Flott, Daniel Bellinger, Dane Belton, Makai McFadden, DJ Davison. Okay. Marcus McKeithen, Darian Beavis. I like most of those picks. The one that Robinson and a player. Right there. One that Robinson? Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, as a player, I like him. I don't understand picking him up when you just kind of sort of got a similar shifty small guy the year before that you're trying to get rid of. I didn't understand why. Well, he's not trying to get rid of him. That was a rumor. Brian Debo. Shot that down like when it first came out. Say, man, I talked to KT. Like, okay, ain't trying to get rid of him. Yeah, he been and he's been back at the uh the workout so far. Because you know, since there's new coaches, you can you know start early. So they're not trying to get rid of him. I just understand the one Dale Robinson pick because, like you mentioned, you got KT. You also have Sterling Shepard. Right, about say eighteen and Shepard are kind of similar as well. Galladay, Galladay, you know I get Galladay. He's he's the big receiver. Mm-hmm. You know he's what six three, six four, whatever he is. He, that's that's your big X receiver. I get that, but your team is a, still a bunch of shifty smaller guys, five eleven, same body type as Wondell Robinson. Right. You still got Slayton on the roster, getting two mil. Man, hey, what y'all want to do? I mean, he a little, he a little taller. Yeah, I mean, y'all, y'all go, what y'all want to do with Slate? <laughs> let, let, let him go, let him go. Let him, go free yourself. Mm. Yeah, I mean. I, didn't understand. I just think it was too many people on the board in the second round to draft Wondell Robinson and to make your team better, especially on defense. These things got Richie James too. Yep. John Ross. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Richie James, John Ross, Wandale Robinson. All similar guys. Sterling Shepard. Yeah, Shepherd. Ross too. Dang. Okay. Yeah, like it's it was interesting. But yeah, I, I didn't agree with that pick. Um the great thing about their draft is the 
adding to me was adding Neil and Kayvon. Yes. Because no matter if they're going with Daniel Jones going forward or if they move on from Daniel Jones, whoever steps in as the QB of the future, the QB that Brian Dayball and his staff is going to um, champion during their tenure, they're going to have two bookends at left at left and right tackle. No matter which one plays it. The thing is, the issue is going to be down the line is which one of them you're going to pay that left tackle money. And you can cross that bridge whenever you get there. Mm-hmm. But that's great. And then adding Kayvon to the mix with Ojolari, um and like that gives you that the athleticism on the edges that's going to wreak havoc on the QB. Like I, I like what they did, you know, there the most. Say it again. No, they just did nothing but just continue adding receivers. Just like. Don't tell me the undrafted list is a bunch of receivers. No, they had oh. they, well, David Sells is a big receiver. Mm-hmm. They got CJ Boyd at 6'1. They added an undrafted free agent receiver. Man. Got John Ross, got Dante Pettis. Like <clears throat> so um <laughs> They got they got an eight receiver set that I don't know about or something. <laughs> was the biggest thing for them was the offensive line? Is that is that the biggest issue for the Giants? Yeah. Mm. Yes and no. Because the quarterback don't help either. It's not like he's been been perfect behind there. Like he's been throwing dumb shit around. So it ain't all on the offensive line. I say a 60-40 offensive line, but it ain't all on the offensive line. Yeah, it ain't all on the offensive line. Daniel, Daniel Jones got a fucking nickname without actually living up to the nickname, like before he even stopped playing. Like, come on now. What was that? Was that the real name? Nickname was that Al? What, Danny Dimes? Right. That's his real nickname. That's his real nickname. <laughs> yeah. He gave that motherfucker his nickname before you really start throwing dimes out that bitch. I mean, dimes are fucking interceptions. Hey, the only leave his hands is dime. We don't give a damn what target to hit. Shit, that's pretty good. I just want to. I I feel like they helped the old line. They helped the defensive line, but because of the situation they're in, it got worse. By yeah. get by losing their number one corner, Bradbury in his career, he played ninety two games in his career. He started ninety one games. Mm. Pro Bowl corner, big corner at that. Six one, two twelve, two fifteen, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like very talented player, man coverage, zone coverage. How do you replace that? Because looking at the draft picks. And, and like, especially knowing that you gotta get 
rid of him. They didn't dress corner. Didn't didn't draft any corners. They lost Peppers to the Patriots, actually, so they ain't got no safety. <laughs> well, who else was there? Um, well, Xavier I don't McKinney. have a safety, but they lost a the safety. No, Xavier McKinney is there. I remember they drafted him from Bama two years ago. Okay. So they, they, you know, they got, you know, they got a safety. X could play. But I'm looking at this DB room. Oh my gosh. I don't, yo, I don't think they even signed it. Oh my gosh. Listen what to these. Oh my gosh. What are y'all? All right, listen. Well, no, they signed Jaron Williams. Who? <laughs> Who they signed? Jaron Williams is an undrafted free agent in 2020. When they sign him? This summer. All right, so listen. Listen to this DB <laughs> room. I'm not the Jerry Williams, you know, from, you know. I hope you make it. No, well, yeah, no, not, young fella. I mean, he was on the team. No, 2020. I guess they just re up to the deal. Stephen Parker. Jaron Williams. Aaron Robinson. Rodarius Williams, right from Oklahoma State, row row right, you know, this is going to his second year. Well, te- yeah, second year. Adoree Jackson, Darnay Holmes, Julian Love. That's mm. it. Wow. <laughs> That's Sound it. Like t- yeah, they found a way. Not the way they. Sound like a top five pick to me. <laughs> I, it makes you wonder, though. It makes you wonder. Like, I understand. I understand. Um, no, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, like, yo, that when you look at this roster, and you you're under the mindset that I have to get rid of Jane. I have to. I have to let go my best corner. Arguably, the best play, in my opinion, hands down, the best player in my secondary, mm-hmm. a vet, a Pro Bowler, not not like a not like 2017. He's a Pro Bowler in in, in 2020. Like, come on, a Pro Bowler. I have I let that I'm have to get rid of that player, and I don't address corner in a class where. There were tons of corners. Like, yes, Sauce, Stingley were the top two. Mm-hmm. You got Booth. You got McDuffie. You got McCrary. Like, they chose to t- – let me pull this draft order up. <laughs> they chose to take Wandale Robinson, mm-hmm. a receiver, a receiver that they didn't need. And that's why the that's why the team and the organization is always going to be in shambles. Let me see. Let's just see. Let's just see what what what, what corners went behind it. So Tennessee, they have a chance at Roger. Roger went third pick in the second round. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kyler Gordon went seventh. So I'm like, all right, cool. Petrie went fifth. Petrie is safety, but he could play corners. He played nickel or whatever. Booth went right before them. I feel like Booth might have been their guy. Mm. 
So with that, you gotta move though. Yeah, you would think you had to move up. But in my opinion, they're taking Wandell Robinson right there. It just don't fit. Like after after Booth went tenth in the second round, the next corner was um Alante Taylor from Tennessee. He cool. I mean, that's not even a bad corner though, right there. No, he's not. Ham Taylor Britt went 28th to the Bengals. Ham fits that. He fits what you lost. Cam is what six one, two plus, runs a four three, hella athletic, a press man guy mm-hmm. with hands who can play zone. Like Martin Emerson went third round. That's not a bad one. <laughs> Cordell Flott. Well, they did get Cordell. I forgot they did draft Cordell, so that was a good one. Okay, but you double down. Yeah. That was just wild to me, yo. I like. I hope Wondell does big things, though. Yeah, it's not a knock to Wondell at all. He's a good player. It was just weird. It's just not a need. You're addressing the want more than you're addressing the need. And I get it. You got an offensive first-time head coach. But, Wink, you got to – hey, we, we about to cut Bradbury in the week. <laughs> Might want to – <laughs> some urgency on this defense. Wait, 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 hold me down, baby. You got me, Kayvon. All right, good. What's next? And what was the action price for Bradbury when you wouldn't get, when you couldn't trade him? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe they thought they had something close, but nah, nah. <laughs> That's still wild. But y'all guys said Tennessee would be a good spot for Bradbury. I like that. Um, John, you mentioned another team. Who was it? Kansas City and Green Bay. Yeah. Green Bay. Yeah. Kansas City and Green Bay. Kansas City added um, Washington. My guy. From yeah, they got Trent. Trent McDuffie. Yeah. Yeah, they added Trent and I think he didn't they, they got Trent and GK in the first round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who did he um, – I think they signed a uh, – a corner as well. The free agency. It's escaping me right now. Uh, you got Trent. Okay, Lonnie. They got Lonnie Jeff Lonnie Johnson. That's what it is. Okay. That's what it was. Lonnie Johnson. Six. What he, remember from Kentucky like two years ago. He was in um Houston. He got directed by Houston. Yeah. He's like six two, six three corner. So, them two, yeah, I mean, Bradbury still fits there. Love him in Green Bay. I don't know. Anywhere could get him. They drafted three safety. I mean, three corners. Kansas City did? Mm-hmm. So, who else, who else went behind Trent? Well, they got Trent, and then they got a fourth-round corner, Joshua Williams out of Fayette, Fayetteville. Joshua then, Williams, 6'2". Big corner. And they got Jalen Watson out of Washington State. Ah, okay. Another Jalen is like six foot, six one. Press guy. He was he was okay at the senior bowl. He was okay. He has some his technique is 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 there. 
mm-hmm. improving um foot speed isn't the greatest thing in the world. Like you double move him, don't expect him to chase you down. Mm. Shit. Yeah. Shit over with. He ain't running like all right, God bless. I'm gonna try. <laughs> he gonna try though. Like, don't get it twisted, he's gonna try, but just so nobody yeah. say nothing to him in a uh in the film session. Try bro. He yeah. let let him let him line up against Devontae and Devontae double move him. Bye bye, Keenan. Shucks, mm. it's over. Yeah, but all right. I guess before we get out of here, we gotta should we discuss the home team? Okay. Thoughts. Thoughts. We had the guys in the building over the weekend for rookie uh rookie camp, if you will. Mm-hmm. What y'all I'm think? Just... Um, I'm at, I'm I always have that that childhood excitement at the beginning of the season, and then <laughs> it just slowly chips away. <laughs> it's slowly but surely just start chipping. But I'm I'm excited about this rookie class. Um, like we were just talking about the draft. I think the draft went really well. Um, shout out to the players that they got, and for me, even more special than the players that they got. They avoided the players that I didn't want them to get. <laughs> so every player I had on my do not call list, pretty much, they didn't call. So. Mm. Who was that list again? Give me like two names. GK in the first round. Um, Jermaine Johnson, questionable. Um, I don't know about that. It's questionable. I don't think he's bad. It's just he got long arms that don't use him. Like, the fuck you got the length for that? Pause. Like. <laughs> Why you let? Why you still letting slow ass blockers get to your chest, and you got long ass arms that you can easily throw them? Like I don't get it, but that might have just been me nitpicking everybody at the end. That's why I stopped watching tape. <laughs> like that Tuesday, I was just nitpicking everybody. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I forgot who else was on that list. It was a couple second, third round guys as well. Okay. It was just. That's cool. I ain't with um, what's the homie out of USC? The receiver, Drake. Don't be hitting. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you, Al. Keep that. Um, also, that was, that was you, real questionable for San Fran for me. What was the USC you, um, defensive guy? Oh, your guy. I feel like his name was Drake as well. Drake Jackson, your guy. Okay, Drake Jackson. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Mm-mm. Keep that motherfucker. I was talking about Drake London. <laughs> uh, he was talking about Drake London, the receiver. Oh, I was saying Drake London wasn't a uh he wasn't the number one overall receiver on the board. I didn't I didn't act like I didn't want him. Of course we didn't need him, but Drake Jackson ain't he he got a lot of work that needed to be done. Yeah, neither one of them Drake's was, was it for me. I mean, well, you don't like Drake's anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's tough. Stupid. Just that's probably why he like Drake Lunny. He looked at him, he light skin. Yeah, he just marshmallow. Ah, too close. Yellow. Too close to Aubrey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But the report's been, you know, 
obviously positive so far. Well, not not all of them has been positive. Mm-hmm. Um, the thoughts on Cal Hamilton, the reports on Cal Hamilton, has been. Um, you see the range right away. Very quick covers a lot of ground. He said he looks every bit of six four, and a lot faster than that four five six he ran at pro day. As we expected, that nigga ain't Like, like, bro, ain't no, ain't no. That forty don't mean nothing. When I saw that forty, um, I'm sorry. When I saw that game against Florida State, and I hit y'all up in the group, I was like, ain't no way in hell we gonna get Kyle Hamilton, but, bro. <laughs> if I knew then you could have got you gonna get out Cal Hamilton, <laughs> I would I never have no safety again for that I whole season. All about it. Wow. I literally forgot all about him. What up, Tony? <laughs> Tony X, how would y'all feel about Mar- Marcel Darius on his team? Because Marcel Darius obviously isn't a rookie, mm-hmm. but he was, you know, he had his weekend working out mm-hmm. as well as uh Geronimo Geronimo Allison. Is this a receiver? Yeah, no, receiver really? from uh, Green Bay. Okay. So um, okay, yeah, I remember him. All right. That the that, I don't I don't mind it, but I need to know if is if Wolf plan or not. Because the rotation already is starting to be like, hey man, let the young boys play. I think the rotation is what it is. Is a rotation, like no, we are we want them to be able to rotate in fresh guys and. You know, keep that pass rush going and keep that pass rush for us. You know, Calais is longer than not two. Not just pass rush, run defense. Yeah. Huh? Not just pass rush, run defense. That's what we point to the pass rush. We didn't get that many sacks, but our run defense was trash. Shit. I mean, I gotta put the eh to it. Super trash. I mean, I don't know how long I've been complaining about this goddamn stretch run game that we. Ain't had in like ten years. I don't think we had. We was able to stop a stretch since Jared Johnson played. <laughs> um, but then again, that's why I like to answer your first question, uh, Herb. Is I like the team that's balanced. Our team is balanced to have the foundation to stop the run and continually to pass pass rush. And right. I, I think we picked the right players for our team because. When you look at our division, you got Cincinnati can run the ball. We already know there ain't no slouch over there when they come to run the ball. If they run the ball more, like uh, Warren Sapp said in the, um, in the Pivot um, podcast, then the L.A. Rams is in trouble. Um, we already know what Najee Harris can do. I mean, shit, we already know what Chubb and the rest of them and Hunt can do. So we need to stop the we need to stop the run um, stop the, the run. And rush the passer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think we have a balanced team with the team that we drafted to do that. But um, to answer your, your question, Tony, I, I don't think Marcel Darius – I don't think he would make the team, to be honest. I can see him getting a cap invite. He ain't played in two years. Like in 2018, he played 15 games. Like 2019, his last year, he only played six games. Mm. Before that, it's been 
nine games, five games, eight games. Like they likely still the draft. I like that pick. That was my favorite tight end watching. So I hope. Yeah, I, they said I said likely, and um, both tight ends had a couple drops over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, they they'll fix it in my opinion. They some sure-handed guys. Um, but yeah, with Darius, I don't see him making the team. I mean, it'd be nice for a camp to come out doing camp, be a camp body or whatever. Mm. But we'll see how that go. He says the Ravens schedule has been leaked. I need to see the link. Wait a minute. Where that link at? All right, what's the what's the uh most anticipated game for y'all? To go to would be Tampa Bay. Well, just to watch. To like, watch. Not even just to go to. Like, like to what's the watch, one you got? Me, you can't wait to watch the Ravens play. For me personally, I want that Cincinnati Bengals game relatively early. I want restitution, as Spanish Shop would say. Ooh, you got a nice little schedule. <laughs> Hold on, where's it at? You found he leaked it. Where's it at? Nah, nah, nah. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. That's First two games on the road: Bengals and Browns. Right. Where's that at? Where you? Where you saying this at, Tom? Share that. Shit, I might. You might see what's going on there. I ain't gonna lie to you. Road game. That's it's, a September road game. I might go ahead. It's it's three games. Three games. That you super excited about? Yeah. Okay. You got the rematch here with Denver. Okay. And you, and you got um you got Buffalo that come mm. here. Mm. That's gonna be a night game. That's gonna have to be a night game. And of course, Tampa Bay. But if I'm not picking Tampa Bay and I want to pick somebody else, uh, the Jets. <laughs> okay. Just to, just I, to see the young boys play, you know, the draft picks, see if they get some time, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so y'all not excited to watch Raven Steelers? That's a, I'm going out the side of the box. That's, a, that's in the oh, blood. Okay. Right. That's already, that's like that's Duke it. Carolina. That's in the blood. We ready for right. that. I'm right, talking right. outside the box. I just asked, you know. You never Bro, know. <laughs> I'm gonna need um for me to be excited. Of course, I want to watch it, but to be like excited about it, I need them to actually be doing well, or for us to be doing. If we're both doing well, I'm excited about it. Like last year, I thought we were doing well, and then they whooped our ass. Like <laughs> that was kind of disheartening. Gotcha. I would say I'm I'm most excited. I'm gonna agree with Al that Cincinnati, both Cincinnati games. I'm excited to see. We do old Miami team. But. Um, that's a given. But I'm talking about. Yeah, both. I just leave it at Cincinnati. I'm excited to see those the most. But all right, Lamar is must see TV. So. Mm-hmm. The last two years, I think we had five primetime games. Yeah. How many y'all think we get this year? Mm. Coming off us being the worst team in the division. I think because 
we still might get five. Okay. With Lamar and who we, we have to play, like Tom Brady is still at 85 years old, he's still must see TV. Cincinnati was just in, in the Super Bowl, so we have two chances there. Okay. Ravens, Steelers, like we said, it's not what it once was, but look, that could be a flex if both teams are doing well. I, I you know, Steelers always have a chance of doing well. I right. got, I got four, I got four with a a possible fifth. Now you gonna have one of the games is probably divisional as a Thursday night football game, maybe not, but we won't have a Thursday night football game. That's gonna be one. I think the Buffalo Bills gonna be gonna be one and then you're gonna have one of the Sunday night football games that's gonna probably mess around be Cincinnati or most likely the Steelers so I think we can end up having four should be in a possible fifth depending on the flex all right so your four would be Cincinnati Buffalo Tampa and what was the other one either Denver or uh New Orleans Okay. What's that, Tony? I think Tony Rowe looks like it's down to three primetime games. If it's three primetime games, I'm going to guess it would probably be Buffalo, New England, and Cincinnati. I'm sorry, not New England. Buffalo, Tampa Bay, Cincinnati. Yeah. Because the last – But I would, I would mind seeing Miami in primetime. I think that would be like a four. Because the last two games, we call it Bengals, Bucks, Bills. Makes sense. Yeah. Where the hell did you see that at? It's it's in the chat. Look at look at the comment box, John, right there. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't see that. You don't see the comment box? You had comment box. I had to I had to bring it up. Oh, pause. Ain't that too much of a problem, but you know. Oh man, all right. Tony said, What undrafted rookie makes this team? Uh, I answered it for me. It was, um, it was Ross. I think he's gonna be too familiar with the um, the defensive playbook and he should be plug and play, do what he needs to do on special teams. So, I, I, I definitely believe it's, I think it's Ross and maybe and I'm gonna go on a limb and say the NC State receiver, African. Yeah, hey, Tank posted. Yeah, definitely post it, man. Shout out to Tank and Tony for joining in live, man. Appreciate y'all. Man. I think... So he said McLean. So he said Ross and McLean. Mm. Yeah, I think McLean will be one for me. I think Makai Pope will make it as well. Might be a stash type player. Yeah, I don't know. It's too early for me to, to say. Mm. It's too early. I'm, I'm let me get a couple practices under my under the belt, and then I I you know I jump out there. Like right now, I don't know. It's a it's a lot of guys out there. A lot of a lot of people been talking about Devin Williams from Oregon. You know, by way of USC. But it'll be it'll be interesting. I don't know. I don't know. He got some. I feel like he has he has more work to do than Makai Polk. 
Mm-hmm. Even the young kid, um, is it Sterling Barnes? Mm-hmm. 6'4", 6'4", kid who played at um, Folk State. When you watch him, he just snatching everything is and bullying people. Snatch, stiff arm, don't you ain't gonna tackle me and get up out of there. All right, saw so Bengals week one, Browns week two, both on the road. I ain't got no beef with that. I ain't got no beef with. I ain't got no beef with that at all. Bengals week one would be love, girl. It has to be Bengals. It has to be Bengals week one. There's no other matchup, especially when they they do on this rival um division games in the first week. Mm-hmm. It has to be that matchup. Uh, ain't no way around it. They did like they they whooped out behind twice. Their team, this team gets from May to September to prepare for the Bengals. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it should be interesting to watch. Okay. All right. Definitely appreciate y'all rocking with us tonight. Watch the games tonight. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. You say something? No. Oh. Got the NBA games out tonight. Milwaukee is up right now, 21 to 11 on Boston. Then Golden State, Memphis, and the nightcap. They haven't ruled Jai out just yet. So it's still a possibility he might play. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, we ain't talking about that. What y'all think of that? Um, the whole situation with Jai. Did he really hurt? Did, did Poole hurt his knee? Or did he hurt his knee um, bumping it, bumping knees with, uh, I think it was Clay Thompson? He hurt his knee regardless of how he played. Probably when he bumped knees, but he going to have the, almost like probably the same fate as uh, Derrick Rose. So. Hey, boy, what you doing? Why would you put that out there like that? Hey, man, that's, just, that's what I see. That's how I guess game is. That's what I see. I don't see Derrick Rose. I see Westbrook. Russell, I'm about to say Russell Westbrook with a jumper. Yeah. I mean, he hang. He, yo, the way he hang in the air is MJ like. It's ridiculous. I'm like, what are you doing? There. I was watching them on um, where's that Murray State? Yeah. But I you just know, watched you, one Murray State game just very randomly out the blue. I was like, who the hell is this kid? You know who I believe has more, in my opinion, he's more, um, he has more bounce and he gets up, he gets up higher than Morant, but it's not on display as much. Anthony Edwards. Hmm. I heard. I oh heard. my I heard. gosh. I heard. You had what? You Yo. Had Yo. I never watched. I don't, yeah, I haven't really watched him like that. Man, that kid is good. And if you ain't watching, he doing that things. He going good. Don't watch. Yo. he be having just regular layups. And shit. Nah, yo, let that, that nigga flourish. Like, There's the only f- certain people that have that just bad watches for me. There's certain people, Man. like Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> Don't you ever watch that nigga again? <laughs> that was fucked up. I was a fan of Teddy too. <laughs> <laughs> We definitely appreciate appreciate y'all tuning in. Y'all see the ticket at the bottom. 
do that. Help us out. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Sideline Talk underscore SLT. Follow us on uh, Instagram at the Sideline Talk and the Facebook group, hashtag Sideline Talk. Schedule will be out. NFL schedule will be out on Thursday. And from there, we get our tickets and talk mm-hmm. some trash. We chop it up on Monday about the schedule. What we're yeah. excited to see once we finally figure out where everything will be. Um, not an advocate of the league, or I'm mean, not getting paid for for this league, but I've been watching a lot of USFL and fan control football. So on Saturdays, you know, if you a football junkie like myself, you know, football season is never over. You know, just give it give it a watch. Give it a, give yeah. it a watch. Matter of fact, we we'll we'll kick it off with uh breaks, talk about a couple games next week. Mm-hmm. This week's come us upcoming upcoming games this week. We'll talk about it on Monday. All right. So yeah. be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. <laughs>